We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostat, the Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. I am Ty Windish, one of your hosts, joined as always by the refreshed Rohan Kadi. It's been summer, you've been had some things going on, you watched a Brewers game, shout out to cruising for a Bruiser. I did, Not yeah. a good one, if I remember right. No, it was good, they oh, won. Oh, they won that one. Oh, the, you, didn't, yeah. you went to the first game of the Red Series, okay. Yeah, yeah, they they won that game on Friday. They, it, I'll tell you what though, they made it close. Yeah, uh, it was fun, uh, fun game. a little peek behind the curtain. We left uh, with one out in the ninth inning, oh. and then it was like with a four run lead, and it's like, oh, that's okay. We go back. Oh, it's bases loaded, two outs. <laughs> um, excuse me. Oh, got uh, it. But yeah, but they ended up winning. Uh, shout out to what was his name, Tyler Houston, uh, who uh, was DFA'd immediately. I don't know. Uh, after that uh, outing, I don't he was, listen. He was, you got brought, the wrong in, he was host. brought in for the ninth inning. I'm going to look this up. Tyler. Is this a Brewers pitcher? I didn't watch yeah. that game. I watched I watched today's game. Uh, Sunday is what we're recording Sunday night. I watched Saturday's game, which was a huge bummer. Saw Ebner, your rebase debut, though. That was good. Oh, God. No, it's not Tyler. He's I was going to add it. doesn't sound familiar at all. I mean, he used to, I mean, I got the name right somehow. He He's a retired baseball player. Oh. Tyler Houston. Okay. Well, let's just move on. Let's yeah, this yeah, isn't, yeah. No subscribe to Cruising for a Bruising. Yeah. For much better Brewer <laughs> yeah. stakes from not us. Uh, Marjan Bochamp is him. Let's just get right into it. I mean, go to gspn.info, follow, subscribe, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, two games of Summer League so far. And our guy, your guy primarily, but our guy now, Marjan, in 31 minutes, is averaging 21.5 points on 51% from the field, 30% from deep, 61% from free throw, which isn't ideal, but seven rebounds in there, an assist and a half per game, one steal, half a block, just two and a half turnovers. Both games, the Bucks trailed early in their summer league games, and then basically they just gave Marjan the ball for the most of the rest of the game. And then the game turned. And I really do think it's that simple. We'll talk about my arch enemy, arch enemy Nico Mannion, later and that part of the equation on moving the possessions. But 
Marjan looks great. He looks really strong. He looks more decisive. He's getting to the rim. All of his interviews excite me. He, he always like, he really believes that he's going to be really good this year. I do now too. I mean, watching the way he's playing, like the shot still needs to get ironed out a bit. It doesn't look busted. He just needs to be more consistently making the threes, but the strengths he's added, the functional strength, the speed. I mean, he's doing some really fascinating stuff within the arc. So Rohan, I'll cede the floor to you. I mean, I don't know what this is like. My draft guy, Ty Ty Washington, is probably going to get released. Maybe I'll get to watch him on the Bucks eventually. But your guy Marjan flourishing in his second summer league. He he looks like he's graduated from summer league. Everything just seems so clear, so crisp. And that's incredible considering, like you mentioned, they had trailed in both games so far in the first half. In both times in the first half, didn't look great. Like the first half of the first game, it's like, oh, what's uh, what's going on here, Marjan? You've yeah. talked a lot, and then this is the this is what shows up, and then he comes out in the second quarter or third quarter, and just absolutely dominates that game. Second half of the second game as well against the 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 Suns, also went out there dominated. He looks so in control. He looks very decisive. He looks like he can get to his spots where he wants to go. He looks like he knows what he's doing on the court. And that might not seem like incredible. It's incredible progress for Marjan because like in his first year, and again, that's no disrespect to him. He hadn't really been playing like the highest level of organized basketball for a while. Like what uh, it, during his time with like community college and like the G League Ignite, it's just been like sort of a wishy-washy like level of competition for him. So when he actually got into an NBA system, NBA, like the actual NBA, it's like, oh, you know, you need to figure out where you're going. You need to figure out where your spots are. You need to get comfortable in a rhythm. But Marjan wasn't that in his rookie season. He looks that now. And again, let's temper our expectations a little bit. This is the first two games of summer league. And uh, he is a sophomore coming in. So it's like, again, he should have an advantage over these other players. But still, it's hard not to get excited about how impressive he has looked in these two games thus far. Uh, one thing that's really stood out to me about his performance so far is his ability to attack. He is getting to the rim with ease. In the first halves of first two games, it looked like he was a little more reliant on his jumper, which, as you were saying, it needs to be worked on a little bit more. And that led to him not being like the most in-control player on offense, wasn't the most consistent. But then when he got to a spot, started like getting to the rim, it's like, oh man, this guy's explosive. He can do what he wants and he's got some finesse. And I think the biggest thing is, literally the biggest thing, he's bigger. He looks stronger. I think he said he's put on like seven pounds or something. Yeah. And we're on hashtag muscle watch muscle here. Watch. I know yeah. the cliches of summer league. I, I understand that. But it's hard not to notice the difference. Yeah, you can right? see it. It's not just like the number on the, the roster. It's like you, we, we can tell he's gotten bigger because he's playing bigger. It's not just, you know, he doesn't just, oh, an IG picture where he looks muscular. Or, you know, oh, the number changed on his weight. Like he's bullying guys. He's creating separation on his moves within the arc. Like it's really impressive to watch. Yeah, it is. And it's not necessarily like, oh, he's just relying on his strength. No, no, he's still an explosive athlete. And he's using that along with this newfound strength to his advantage to just put guys in the basket. And sure, he's going to like, that's not going to be the easiest thing to do at the actual NBA level. But now he knows he can actually do it. And that's might be one of the biggest things is confidence, especially with young players. who are going to try to find their spot in a rotation, which is sort of like in flux right now. Who knows who's going to be starting? Who knows who's, what the rotation is going to be like for this Bucks team 
No one knows. It's a whole new playground out here with Adrian Griffin out. So everyone has an opportunity to earn their spots. And Marjan Beauchamp right now is doing a great job of doing that in front of Adrian Griffin. I love that the coaching staff is there. Um, that's for, Yeah, first of all, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, that's amazing. That's like is. that's such a good move. Like yeah. a lot of coaches probably wouldn't do that. But he's like, hey, this is my first rodeo. I'm going to do it. Let's let's bring the entire staff down. Uh, yeah. We're coaching summer league. I, I didn't know if everyone would go because obviously it's Adrian Griffin's first year. But like Terry Stotts, Joe Prunty, like some of these guys have been around the NBA for a very long time. And they're all there. And they're all engaged. Like I know Channing Fry, I think it was, on the – the second game broadcast was like they're coaching these guys up like constantly throughout the game. One, what a cool experience for like the non-Bucks players on this roster who are getting like, you know, not to say that there's bad coaches getting sent to do this, but like I think all five years of Bud, he just sent down like other people from the staff. Like it wasn't yeah, it was the whole Bucks Charles staff. Charles Lee, yeah. Baker, like, yeah. Which again, great coaches, but – the whole Buck staff is working with all of these guys on their game, which is just tremendous for them. Um, I think it's really cool. I, I hope I hope we see, even if he's not coaching it every time, I hope we see Adrian Griffin down there in years to come as well. Because I do think it sets that tone of player development and like being a player's coach. Like I feel like, I, I think it's meaningful. I, I do like that a lot. For context, last year Marjan averaged just under 13 points per game across five Vegas Summer League games. So, up basically 10 points a game from last year to this year so far. Uh, the 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 It's real, um, the, the improvement. Doubled his rebounds as well from three and a half to seven per game. And again, that's the strength we're talking about, right? Like people think of rebounding, I think sometimes it's just like, oh, you, you know, ball falls here, you grab it. You got to be strong to grab more than five rebounds a game. Doesn't just happen. Does not just happen. Like you have to go get them. He's been doing that. Very impressive. We have to talk about the self-oop, the Giannis. I mean, one of those moments where it's just like, it's not just like the athleticism. Like we knew Marjan could dunk, but like the presence of mind and the finesse is a word you used earlier and the strength, like the, the leaping vertical strength to be able to like do that in the middle of a crowded paint. And that's the other thing that's impressive about Marjan and the fact that he's shooting like what probably like well above like probably 60% from two. I mean, don't ask me to do math now, but 51.6 from the field and only 30% from three. I mean, it's got to be higher than 52% from two. The spacing the Bucks summer league team has is horrible and it's really bad. I mean, it's a bunch of guys who just are not comfortable shooting right now. The fact that he's able to do that in this crowded lane that the self oop, so exciting, dude. Like, it's been such a fun summer league for Marjan. And it's like, I, you said to start off, you know, he's probably too good for summer league. I'm really torn. I'm like, do I want them to pull him? Because I think he's shown enough. But do I want the Bucks summer league team to be fun? I mean, they're one of only four going into games on Sunday night teams that are 2-0. and Like, they could make the tournament. I don't think we've ever gotten to watch the Bucks make the Summer League tournament. We, we we have never gotten this Bucks Summer League team actually good. I mean, like Rashad Vaughn's jersey is probably retired there, so that's all you need to know yeah. about the Bucks Summer League performances. It's yeah. just like it's just not good. It's never it's very been good. Bad. But I mean, this is what happens when you have good players and a locked in NBA coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, and multiple but, multiple young players there playing uh, under team control, which is really one fun. One thing about Marjan that we haven't talked about, and it's in regards to his rebound, 
when he gets those rebounds, he's bringing that ball up comfortably, comfortably. And that handle has gotten so much better. It's markedly different than what we saw in his rookie season. And that was one of the things that was sort of limiting him and like had him fall out of the rotation is like once he had the ball in his hands, he didn't really know. You couldn't really trust him to do anything with it because it's like, oh, he can't attack because we had so many travels called when he was trying to like attack a closeout or something. One per and game. Just like, yeah. Yeah. It was just it was a given that it was going to happen. But now he seems comfortable handling the rock and it's like credit to him. He's, he looks like he's put in the work. Yeah, and you can easily see, like, the, the exciting thing is there's, like, a runway to get even better off this, right? Like, obviously, just, like, you know, the ball handling and getting the rim and stuff can get even better. But also, for a guy who I think we both agree still projects as a better shooter than he functionally is right now, you know, can year three Marjan, when he's, you know, handling the ball, coming around the screen, add that pull-up three to his game? Like, again, these are the kind of things where it's it's duplicative, like, the more you do, the easier everything else is. We'll see. I mean, that's he's. I, I think he's not as far as it may seem from being able to do that now. I do think the tools are all there, but it's been exciting. I mean, someone with his work ethic, saying all the right things, impressing the coaching staff, going out, working with Giannis in Greece. You know, they were getting up, getting work in every day, lifting every day. Like, not my idea of a good vacation in Greece, but props to Giannis and Marjan for making it happen and being a lot more driven than than I am. Uh, if anyone was wondering, that is indeed the case. Um, I also think he will look better if he does play the next two games because Eric Name reported earlier today, Lindell Wigginton and A.J. Green were out with little nagging injuries. They are both cleared to play on Tuesday. Honestly, a huge boon. I mean, Lindell will be helpful. I think Frank Madden posted, like, I think the only Bucks Summer League player since, like, 2012 to have a better line, like, scoring and true shooting – then Marjan was Lindell, who tore it. I forgot as a how, sophomore. As, as, a, as, a, as a sophomore. Well, it's probably, I mean, who as a rookie was doing better? I don't know, but maybe like Shadi as a third-year player or something. Oh, well, honestly, probably not. But yeah, um, Lindell had a great summer league last year. Excited to watch him. But A.J. Green will make a huge difference because they just need spacing. And AJ definitely provides that. AJ Chris Livingston a, isn't chafing, uh isn't uh, one of my trying to say. I it, uh, spacing. I, I want to talk about Chris Livingston because I have, I have some thoughts. But AJ signed to a, a real contract. Let's do that real quick. I, I was a little surprised. I mean, it doesn't really fit like the athleticism bill, but you also need a balanced roster, and like the shooting is real. I mean, you pull up. I, I think I almost underrated how good he was as a shooter. Like you look at the amount he made and the volume he took in his minutes. Like he shot a lot. He didn't go cold very often. He has it was, some, it was above, it was like 42.5%. Sure. Or something. Yeah. yeah. And he, and I, I can pull up the real numbers, but I was happy though. Uh, and Jordan and I talked about this on a playback during the GSPN discord to make sure oh, this is all the football player. Um, Join the GSPN Discord. I forgot that guy exists now. Like, I'm so bucks-pilled. People we're make so, that joke. We're still looking at AJ Green. It's 41.9% from three last year. Yeah. Um, but per 36, he shot 11 threes per 36 minutes. So, like, he's chucking them things. I mean, how many per game? That might even be a more impressive number. He only played... It's three, it's three per game in 9.9 minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's ridiculous. Like, basically every third minute, he's putting up a three and making a lot of them. Um... Showed some fun mid-range stuff. I mean, isn't going to be a great defender ever, but, you know, held up. I mean, is he closing a playoff game? No. But for a second-year player that 
was undrafted, right? Yeah. It wasn't even like the last pick, like Livingston, nope, undrafted, undrafted player. Um, they, they found something. And I'm glad they're keeping him around. We've seen too many talented young players get like a cup of coffee in the NBA, dominate the herd, and then just go. So honestly, more than anything, it's just like at least keep the guy around. Let's see, like, can he get better from here? Can he be an elite shooter on bigger minutes and not get picked apart defensively? Let's find out. And if he's not, then that's fine. Like, I'd rather give the spot to him than our 1400th ancient ring-chasing vet who doesn't add anything. And I do think yeah. the Bucks are moving away from that, which I'm happy about. Like, I don't need another Goran Dragic. Like, some of these old buyout and just other – and they probably can't sign a buyout guy this year. But, like, these old vets who just don't really do anything, like, I'm good. I'd rather take the Flyers now. Yeah, it's like you you always see these other teams like being able to like cultivate like these undrafted talents and it's like, yeah, maybe Milwaukee has a shot now. Yeah. I mean, it's an org people want to play for. They have multiple shots now, like Amari yeah. Moore, uh Well, undrafted and I mean, you can I think you just throw second round picks in there too. Yeah. I mean, the sure. Bucks have I mean, not the Bucks kept have second round of picks uh, after their first con- like what was it? Giannis is the last rookie to sign a second contract, I think. Yes, he is. Which it's not good. <laughs> a decade ago, he was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> not great. Not ideal. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's depressing. But, I mean, here's the time to turn it around. I mean, it's it not to, like, again, we have to remember, they won a title. So it's like, oh, this entire era is worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's You look at the actual players, and it's like, you know, we don't need to relitigate the whole draft history. But I don't think they should have just signed DJ Wilson to a second contract just to do it and not have that stat. Like, um, yeah. whatever. Uh, who do you want to talk about next on the Summer League team? We can We can bounce around from here. Uh, let's talk about let's let's go and draft it. Let's talk about Andre Jackson Jr. How you feeling about Ajax? Is his nickname? I'm I'm with it. I like it. The, it's easier to say than AJJ. I guess you could say A double J, but it's very close to AJ Green then, who is AJG. Yeah. So I kind of like I just Ajax. Call him Dre. Yeah, that just feels like a little too general. Let's call, he's the new Deshaun Jackson, but his name starts with an A. I know, but he's Dre, Dre Jackson. If he went by that, I don't know what he goes by. And talk about his I game. Just, yeah, talk about it. You ever it. just We're, make stuff? You ever just talk? Um, yeah, it's pretty much all I do. Uh, but Andre Jackson Jr., I think what we've seen from Summer League so far is kind of what we expected from him and that he's going to be a menace on the defensive end and the offensive end. You're going to need to figure out the score in there, bud. First of all, 
that jump shot is broken. That is an every yeah. single shot, no matter the distance, is a push shot. Yeah, like that 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 shot needs to be rebuilt. I like the floaters, but yeah, he shoots through yeah, like I mean, floaters too, which is yeah, that issue. shouldn't be a thing. That's you you can't do that. Like off the dribble three point floaters, no, you can't do that. Uh, so yeah. that needs to be rebuilt from scratch. Yeah, to know. I do. I do like his vision. I do mm-hmm. like his ability to like have the ball in his hands. I like his handle. His defense is incredible. Like that 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 sequence that uh, even like ESPN Bleacher Report everyone was tweeting now was that that back to back block sequence that he had in the first summer league game. It's like yeah, that's the type of defensive intensity you're gonna get with Andre. Yeah, is that sort of like hard nosed defense that he takes pride in, and that fits the Bucks. That honestly fits the Bucks' identity. What they've been over the past couple seasons has been a defensive-minded team. He fits right into that. Yeah. I mean, the athleticism just plays. And I remember Vicini wrote that he's going to be like a top 5% athlete in the NBA year one. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I mean, you watch a lot of his clips and uh, like his clips focus on passing a lot, which makes sense because he does have great vision. But, you know, you see like just postering people and – you know, the the putback poster he had, it was just like, where did he even come from? Like, how did he get up that fast? Didn't even make sense. Like, he was around the free throw line, I feel like, when the shot hit rim, and he was just there. Like, that kind of stuff plays. I maintain he doesn't need the jumper to be an NBA player. I don't think the Bucks think that either. I think if he actually gets a real jumper, then we have a whole different combo, is what I've been saying. Like, then I think it's like, okay, he's, like, special. He's, like, a starter player if that's a real thing because the vision is a a plus i'm gonna say a the athleticism is a plus the defense is a there's just so many tools there that i i would be surprised if he's not an nba player i think minutes will be harder to come by than maybe we thought the draft we'll see if there's any trades made but he's the backup point guard my guy i guess he's the backup point guard he is second on the summer league team in assists nico Mannion's four and a half uh ajax is four and he's touching the ball a lot less than Nico Mannion. Like I don't here's the thing. I'll talk about him in a little bit. I don't think we have to worry about Nico Mannion no. taking uh No. No. I mean, contractually, it's really hard anyway. He's still he's like a restricted two-way player with the Warriors, and he's signed in Basconia. And I'm like, if that many teams want you, just leave. Go like, anywhere. Why, else. What are you doing here? Why are you here? <laughs> like, why? Oh. <laughs> he's got to he's got to close out games, run a pick and roll at Taco Fall in the Milwaukee Summer League uniform. Time. He's shooting a blistering thirty two percent from the field and six percent from three. Nico is takes some more seven point five threes per game, shooting six point seven percent. He's one for fifteen. Maybe stop. It's, Maybe let anyone else do something. When will you learn that your actions have consequences? I, I I think that's all we need to say. I mean, Nico can do some fun stuff. He tries to dribble through two defenders on every possession because he's slow and he thinks it's about him. He had that he had that one driving dunk, which was fun. Yeah, um, it's, he he's an, he's a G League player and he's here. And someone told him it's the Nico Mannion show. Let's talk about someone else, Tyler Cook. Tyler Cook. Actually, let's get through the draft. Yeah, to the draft. That makes more sense. Chris Livingston. Is my guy interesting what you 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 talk to me why is he interesting to you because and i think this was mostly the scouting report so this isn't like my individual thought but it's like he's physically 
he's like, oh, that could be a good NBA wing player. He just hasn't developed all the tools yet. But there's like these flashes. And at 58, and give they already they gave him a four-year contract. I think the third year is a player option. The first two years are guaranteed. So he's going to be around Milwaukee for a while. But it's a player option? Or a team option. Sorry. It's okay. Team. I was like, yeah. no, no, no. It's got to be team. It's got to be team. That's like a, a – I don't even know if it could be a – whatever. I think it's a team option. And yeah. it's the the what is it what is it the largest the largest ever money? yeah guaranteed to a because of course I mean t- no one's going to do more than two years guaranteed to the last overall pick it's it, and it goes up every year because of minimum it's still cool for him I mean good for good for Chris Livingston it's all about development with him like he is almost a blank slate like I think his shot isn't as broken as Andre Jackson but it could probably use some work it's a little slow. He's knocked some down, though. He's shooting 50%. He's just not taking many. 50% from the field, 50% from three. Uh, eight and a half points, six rebounds, one and a half assists, uh, the two turnovers. He's he's raw, but not quite as raw as I thought. Like, I think, I think he knows generally what to do. He's just not comfortable doing everything yet. But he's got, like, a ready-made wing body at, what, 19 years old? Like, one of the youngest players in the draft. So... It's honestly like develop him, like just let him play a bunch with the herd, which I think is going to be the plan. Like he signed an NBA deal. I know some people were surprised both of these guys did. There's big tax savings in doing that with second round picks. I think Andre maybe plays some with the Bucks. We'll probably see him with the herd. I think Chris will play with the herd a lot. I think it's going to be really good for him. I think that's a guy who let him play 30 minutes a game for a full G League season. You know, if the Bucks have like a rest day or whatever, bring him up, practice with the Bucks. you know, work on the shot learn defense from some of these vets. I think being in the Bucks and just being able to play with the herd and develop behind the scenes with the team is perfect for him. When's the last time they've taken this developmental of a project? Thon? Thon is a good one. Yeah, either Thon or I guess Marjan will be the next closest. I mean, Giannis, nah, I guess. Mar- Marjan's more developed. I'd Marjan's say. older. He's relatively raw for his age. Not as raw yeah. as Chris, but... But like no. compared to everyone else, like DJ yeah. Wilson yeah. came in as a guy. Do- Dante came in as a guy. Like we knew yeah. Sam Merrill, like Wara. Like they were all like, oh, he does this. Like we, they took him because he does this. He can probably do it at the NBA. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon was 24 or 23 or whatever when they drafted him. Like we knew what Malcolm Brogdon was going to be. And he, he was better than we thought, but like the outline was there. For Livingston, the outline is like, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, I think it was Pal in the playback chat last night said I I it was a very Bill Simmons phrase. I don't remember exactly. I was like Livingston. I see the flashes. They're there. The flashes are there. I think they are. He's he excites me. I'm glad at 58 overall. Like why not do this versus? Hey, I mean it could have been apparently it could have been higher than 58. Rich yeah. Paul is telling people not to take him. You wanted to be a buck. Yeah. Who knows? CEO. He could have gone number seven overall. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna guess no. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense because the Bucks had a pick before us. Yeah, <laughs> could have been number thirty-two overall. No, nope. no, nope, that's uh, 36. What, what was thirty-six. Thirty-six is what they yep. had. Yep. Uh, yeah. Locked in. Do you have do you have Livingston thoughts? I mean, like, I think I think I agree with you. It's he's a little better than I thought he was gonna be. Like, he's a little less raw. He's still he's still raw. Still needs to get cooked in there. But like, it's uh. What is it? I thought he was going to be like a. How do I say this? I thought he was going to be like a, a a sunny side up egg. But he's a little <laughs> like over easy. Okay. Um. Very culinary of you. I I think part of it is he's like a he's got a motor. 
and he, he works. Boi- the the eggs were boiled for like seven minutes instead of five. Yeah, but he's not hard boiled yet. No, 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 not hard boiled. He's he's got a motor and he's got like a, the worst take I've ever. No, had. It's a, analogy. No, it's not. It's a decent analogy. I, I don't. Okay, I don't hate you. it. I don't hate it. Um, he's not deviled. No, I don't know who's not, deviled. He's not deviled. Devin Booker, what he posted about. Nico uh, man. Oh yeah, Devin uh, Booker is ooh, definitely devil. Let's just let's move on. But I just with his with his athleticism and and frame, that motor, I think it kind of just gives him a floor, even though he is raw. Of like, oh yeah, he's gonna do some stuff. Like he's gonna get in the way defensively. He gambles a lot for steals. The whole team does, but especially him. He's gonna get a poster out of it before summer league is over. He is not yet. Um, but fun to watch. And again, like you just have to know the expectation here. The expectation for Chris Livingston for me is probably don't see him almost at all in real NBA games. That's fine. Like let's see him in 2020, like literally 2025 is when I'm ready to see him play for the Bucks. And that might sound ridiculous, but I think this is a guy who in year three may be like a real player. And that's why you no, do the four year. I want to see him. I want to see him on the floor closing out garbage time games in the playoffs. I want that. He, he can be the too. victory cigar this year. Yeah, that works. Just dunk in and play an aggressive defense all over the place. Yeah. Is he the TA replacement? No, let's let's move on. Okay. Um, I mean, we can do Amari Moore really quick if we're doing like by contracts yeah. and stuff. He's the only current two-way who's been officially signed. Yep. Uh, he's played six minutes a game. He has not made a shot. He has one assist per game, one and a half rebounds per game. That's it. So he's just not playing. There's not a pretty ton disappointing. To pretty disappointing. Yeah. Like, can we send Nico Manny into Spain or anywhere? Golden State. Yeah. Like, can we just like hand him off to I was about to say Bob Myers, Mike Dunleavy? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? No wonder Mike Dunleavy is is sending this our way. That makes sense. Nothing pleasant comes from Mike Dunleavy. No. Giannis needs to body check yeah. Nico next. <laughs> no, you should just he should uh body check Mike Dunleavy again. <laughs> just like walk into the front office like hey Giannis type to me. Boom. Boom. He's uh, just sitting he's sitting like a few rows up in a game, like Bucks are Bucks are playing the Warriors. Giannis just runs into the stands, just checks Mike oh. <laughs> After like they I'll win. do it again. Don't don't push MCW again. <laughs> People somebody floated MCW as a free agent the Bucks could target, and I I closed Twitter. I don't know. I'll close the pod. Um, I don't want to talk about that. That's pretty much it for Amari Moore, though. Hopefully he plays more, although with, with Lindell and AJ Green entering the fold, I don't know. I would imagine that some of these guys who haven't played as much get a chance. I guess we'll see. Um, but, yeah, no, pretty disappointing, though, that I don't know why it's he's they're so slow playing him so much if he's not showing that much. I mean, I, I'll say it's been such limited minutes, it's hard to tell. But he really hasn't done anything. Like – you know, take a shot, dude. It's summer league. I, your whole thing in college was shooting a bunch off the dribble, so that's been disappointing. On the other hand, Jazzy and Gortman. Gort, big Gort, really fun player. Like, the most overtime elite player ever. Oh, He's yeah. doing, like, high dribbles, all sorts of fun stuff. But he seems kind of good. I mean, he shot way too many threes in game two because he was efficient shooting them in game little, one. A little bit of a chucker in game two. I think he got a little overconfident after game one. But it's yeah, like yeah. you can see what's there. 
you can see that there is talent there and there's something like, hey, this guy has whatever it is. I'm using a lot of cliches. It's a summer league pot. Like, come on. Have you, have you, have have you heard my shtick? About? All my summer league takes after them, I say, carry the hell on. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like your perk. Yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. Cause I think you have to be perk about summer league. Like I think we all know. And if you don't know by now, now, you know, like perk doesn't believe all the stuff like perk perk is a character on purpose. And some of it, I mean, to a certain extent, he certainly plays it up. And that's how you have to do summer league. You can't be nothing. I hate more than like the, you know, push glasses up nose. You shouldn't take anything away from Summer League. Then why have it? It's fun to watch. We get to see the traits. We get to see growth, flashes. It's fun. But you can't take it too seriously. So that's why I'm going perk this year for Summer League. Carry the hell on. I like it. I like it. Um, Who should we talk about? Gort. I don't think we're done with Gort. Oh, yeah, Dub. Gort's fun. I think he's more fun than good, but he might be good. I I think that, like, yeah, I think he's more fun than good right now. But you can definitely see like there is a trajectory for him to actually just be good in the near future. So maybe he gets signed to a two way. Maybe he's a herd guy. Like who knows? We'll see. But he is eighth in eighth in uh, eighth in minutes per game so far. I think third in shots per game. <laughs> so uh, like he's Umbra. he's getting out there and 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 chucking. He's, he does fun. He's had some nice passes too. I think he certainly needs some polish. I believe he's twenty. And again, like the issue with these overtime elite guys, like the Thompson twins are so good. I think they'll be okay year one. I think everyone else in there, like it just wasn't real enough. And like he just – he needs to play in the G League a bunch. Like just get used to playing organized real basketball, real professional basketball. Like playing different teams every night, not just scrimmaging a couple times a week or you know whatever OTE does. Um, I, I think there's, you can see the tools. It's a fun – it's a fun undrafted. If he does get a two-way or whatever, it's a good flyer as well. For sure. For sure. It's like you you obviously can see that there is talent to be unlocked. Yeah. And might as well take a chance. Like, why not? Like, what's the harm? I think I said I would take him on a two-way over Lindell, which hurt me to say, but. Good thing they got three of them. They do. Yeah. And only one's been signed. Maybe Lindell's fighting for a roster spot. There is still one open. There is, but uh, I don't know if they're going to use it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, they Actually, there won't be worse. after TA signs. Okay, let's move on. I'll say it now. Uh, let's do Tyler Cook. Who yeah, is Tyler Cook. Second in scoring on the Summer League team. Uh, somehow not first in rebounding, although it feels like he rebounds a bunch. Shooting at 84. But there's one guy who should be first in rebounding. Oh, it's not even him, though. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, it's Marjan and Andre are tied. Taco only has six and a half per game. Oh Tyler Cook has God. six. Per Bro, minute is Taco. One thing is being big. What? Per minute is Taco, though. Okay. Taco is also averaging three and a half fouls per game in only 16 minutes. So, my guys. Anyway, Tyler Cook, he's short. He's 6'8". I mean, he's tall for normal people. He's short for the position he plays, which is realistically like four or five, more five. Doesn't really stretch the floor. Has not shot a three. He finishes around the rim really well. I mean, he is feasting in the dunker spot. That's one thing about all the young guys. They make pocket passes really well, which is not as easy as they're making it look. Like, they are really finding the dunker spot guys. The problem is half the time it's Taco. The ball just bounces off his hands. and it, Like, it could go literally anywhere. But when it's Tyler Cook, he actually catches it and dunks. He's just feasting down there. He's rebounding. He's had some nice putbacks. 
Like just really impressive bouncy stuff. I think the height just holds him back. I wouldn't expect him to, you know, clearly not get an NBA contract from the Bucks. Maybe a two-way. You never know. It's just tough at that height, but I think he's played about as well as you could expect so far. It's been really fun to watch him. Yeah, I think he projects more as a G League player than an NBA player based on his skill set and size. And you can see why he's been really good in Summer League because of that. But, I mean, there's definitely, like, he definitely is skilled. It's just, he needs to be a little bigger. Yeah, but, I mean, the other thing, if, if he had a shot, if you had a shot, because then it's like, okay. Oh, yes, or more, or more wing skills. Yeah. I, I think the defense, like, they've defended well with him on the court. Like, they start switching stuff, which they don't really do when they have Timmy or Taco or both, which they did hilariously for a little while. And, like, he holds up pretty well there. I mean, obviously, I'm not, like, grinding hours of Tyler Cook wing defense tape. But I think the shot is really the big thing missing, which will hold him back. But fun stuff, and he's been a useful player for the guards to pass to. Let's talk about your guy Taco. I was so pissed at Taco after the first game. What's what? What? what why? He can't catch basketball. He can't yeah, shoot basketball. He can't defend the rim, really. It's he picked it up I in the want, second half of game two. He did all I around. He had him, a good half. I want him to be good because it's like he's so his body is built to be like an NBA player, seven like a foot star. six. It's like, my guy, how are you not good at basketball? Oh, like, no, like, no all skills. You need, he has Thon Maker hands. Yeah. That's the issue. But like, not if he Thon was a, anything else. Like, if he had Thon no. anything else, he'd be a real rotation. Like, Bull Bull. Bull Bull is, like, a very flawed player, but he does enough where you're like, yeah, he'll be in the league for a while. It's like, can you literally catch a basketball? Like, is yeah. that too much to ask for? Like, a pocket pass? Can you just catch the ball and do anything with it? Like, go up. Dunk the ball. You're taller than everyone else on the court, my guy. You are the tallest player. Like, if you were in the NBA, there was zero players who could contest a layup if yeah. you can jump, which he can't. Oh, yeah, it's that's like, the other problem. I just – I don't understand. This guy has the potential to be the greatest. If he could catch a basketball, he would be a multi-time all-star. I don't agree with that. I agree with that because it's too like, slow. He doesn't it's 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 fine like he's big he, enough. I mean he also can't finish. Like you can't just assume that he would be able to finish if he could catch. Okay, if he could catch and finish. That's <laughs> if he could post up like Hakeem, he'd be an all-time great too, but he he can't. And that's no, the no, issue. no, no. I'm literally asking him to catch a basketball yeah. and be able to make just a layup. Drop it in. That's not too much. Look like at yeah, Boban. You, you you can just dunk it. Boban. Like Boban is underrated, I almost think now. Watching Taco makes me appreciate Boban more. I think that's what uh, I think that's what Channing Fry was saying. Was it really? Yeah, he was talking about Boba. <laughs> like, Boba, like Boba has good hands. He can actually like do a, like a, a little post, not even a move. It's like that's at that height. You don't need a move. You just need to be able to put it in the rim. We just need Robin Lopez to teach Taco how to do a hook shot, and he's the goat. I wonder if Taco would end up on the. I'm, I don't know if he's going to be a herd guy or not. I know they gave the exhibit ten to Drew Timmy, who we'll talk about. Taco started and played a lot. Uh, double almost double Timmy's minutes. He is shooting eighty three percent from the field, and I think all of his misses he probably rebounded and then shot again. Uh, only one point five blocks per game is kind of ridiculous, though. Because it's like it's just fouls and yeah, blocks. he's he's not good at his some of his timing just is like terrible. You just stand, also just like stand there. The big guy skill of knowing like when to box versus when to go for the shot. 
like the awareness there is zero. Like you see like a really good defensive big, like they'll know when they're not really going to contest and they'll just seal right away. Yeah, they'll seal right away for the rebound. Taco is just like he's leaping the wrong way. You know, he's boxing out when he could clearly he's, he's block pressing, it. He's pressing Y yeah. too many times. He spammed Y. He needs L2. He needs L2. And he's not pressing we're, L2. We're talking two different controllers right now. Um, what's LT? The, what's the top, what's left the top trigger? button? Yeah. Yeah. Left trigger? Is it on Xbox? Yeah. 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 He needs to do that. No, he needs to box out is what we're saying. I was, I was about to bring a controller. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. So we, yeah. Yeah. He needs to. He needs to do. He needs to do this. Yeah, he needs to do that more. Well, he needs to know and when to do each. That's and instead issue. of just doing this, <laughs> sometimes he'll do. Sometimes he'll just not go for the shot of the block, and it's like Taco. That was one you probably should have blocked. And then sometimes he just tackles the player, and it's like, okay, <laughs> all right. I want him to be good so bad. <laughs> like everything else, like he has been gifted with this just incredible body that would be incredible for the game of basketball. But he's so bad. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. I, I want it to be good so badly. <laughs> There's still time. I just feel I feel bad for He's only him. what is he, 28 or something? 27, I think. Yeah. Still trying. Is, uh, he was dominant was he dominating China? No. Oh, that's pretty, really sad. I know. It's pretty pedestrian numbers. Four fourteen point six points, eight point three rebounds, three blocks in twenty four minutes. That's not good. It's not great. Like, I, I was going to look this up on playback. Like, I'm pretty sure Andre Bloch went to China and averaged, like, 50 a game. Andre Bloch was not a good NBA player. I think he averaged 50 a game in China one year. Let me check. It's not a very good league. Because I, I brought up Dwight Howard and Jordan Tresky smartly corrected me. That's Taiwan. It is. Which is not, not as good as China. But I'm pretty sure Andre Bloch put up numbers over there. Um... Yeah, in the okay, let's see here. In yeah, in his first season playing for the the Flying Tigers, yep. I put up thirty one point one points per game. Yeah, so either the competition has gotten a lot better in like five years, or I think we know the alternative. Drew Timmy, pretty good game He's, one. He can do things. Yeah, he moves better than I thought he would. He's taken one three and made it. And it's like, take more. He's got to take more. If, he, if he's ever going to be an NBA player, which coming into the, this, I thought for sure he would not. The way he moves, I was like, maybe if he can shoot. Like, that's he's going to have to shoot. And, like, he'll have these, like, catch-and-shoot opportunities, these pick-and-pops, and he just doesn't take it. And it's very frustrating. Like, he needs to shoot more. But overall, in just nine minutes, he's averaging five and a half points, two and a half rebounds, one assist, and only one turnover per game, shooting 57% from the field, Made his only three and two for two from free throw. So he's got a good offensive game. He's got, a, like you know, his, of course, famous Gonzaga, like, you know, post moves, a little baby hooks, that kind of stuff. Moves better than I thought defensively. He moves around a little bit. Got to shoot threes, though, to stick around. You have to be You have to be a spacing big. You can't just – you can't be a post-up big when you're, like, what is he, 6'9"? Yeah, not – I think he's 6'10", but he's not a great defender. Like, you need to no. be, like, a really good defender to do that now. You you really do, and it's just, like, just shoot. Like, he projects to be, like, a decent shooter based he's on really his stroke. a really good free throw shooter, too. Yeah. It's like, just take the shots, my guy. Like, evolve. Do something. I want to see him take, like, four behind. in the next game. Yeah, evolve yeah. or die in the words of Moneyball. Is that a Moneyball? Is yeah. that still all over your TikTok? 
Uh, I wish it was. It's been gone. I got to go rewatch the ones I liked so it comes back. Nice. It's like a ritual. <laughs> Paris Bass uh, played a game. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tall. Off, good offensive player. Always the last one to cross half court. He's doing Paris Bass things. Yep. Still same guy. Craig Randall, the second, is pissing me off. <laughs> Why? I felt like he had a pretty good game one and just kind of like playing like a wing. And the numbers are pretty good. I mean, it's modest, but he's shooting well. Game two, he was like trying to handle the ball. And I was like, give it to Gort, dude. Like, you're, you're, you're a wing player, Craig. You're doing too much. He's fine. I don't know. And he was like the last minute replacement when Jabari had to pull out, like Jabari Parker. That would have been fun. I, I don't know. I don't have that many Craig Randall two thoughts. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna? When do you think we're gonna see the other guys actually like get a shot? Like, what about yeah, Vin Baker Jr.? Yeah, and um, Alan Griffin. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Griffin's son, one of his sons, not not AJ, not Adrian Griffin's son, not AJ Griffin, Alan Griffin. AJ Griffin on the Bucks summer league team would be really fun. I I hope really they play. Fun. Send him over Atlanta. I wonder, like, I, did they not expect to? Is it like? I bet if they get knocked out of the tournament, they play a lot. It's I, I'm not used to having to account in the calculus for like, oh, they could actually make the tournament, which would be really fun. So that's why I'm torn, like if Marjan should keep playing or not, like Lindell and AJ Green. I, I bet if they got knocked out or if they lose and like they have another game or something, we'd see more of them. I don't know now, though. I mean, I figured we would see them in these first two games because it was a back-to-back. So it would have made sense to switch up the rotation a lot. But they didn't. So I'm honestly a little confused. I don't know how much we're going to see. I would imagine they slide in some of these guys. But, you know, it, it sounds like uh, A.J. Green wants to play. Like, I don't know how much we're going to see. But I'd be fine if, like, you know, you want to send some of these guys, like Nico Mannion for sure. I don't know how many other bigs they have. So maybe you keep Taco. I just, I just don't know what else we're going to see from Taco. He played pretty well. I really want to see Amari more and more, though, like, It'd be, it'd be cool for the other guys if they get to play a little bit. Um, Amari Moore, though, is actually on a two-way. So it's like, maybe play him. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, like, see what he can actually do. Like, assess the situation a bit. Yeah. Like, I don't do you even need to play AJ Green? Like, what Sounds he like do? he come wants off, to play. Come off, pin downs, hit something. Like, we know what he is. It's like Maybe he wants to try and just see how many he can make. I guess because it's, like, it's weird because he has a roster spot now. Yeah. So we actually have, like, do we have expectations for him now? Oh yeah, I think he should look good there. He should, would but, he, would but he's he a shooter. If he doesn't, it depends how. If he just misses some shots, I won't care. If he looks slow, which that would be a little concerning, and this is a lot of fast-paced play. But like, if he looks unathletic out there or something, that'd be a concern. I don't expect that. But if he just like takes some good shots and misses some, I won't really care that much. I mean, it's like that happens to shooters. But I, bet, I think he'll look good there. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, like Lindell. Uh, you know, Lindell still theoretically fighting for a roster spot, so give him a chance. I'd, I'd like to see him start. I think he'll distribute the ball a little bit better, which is important. Yeah. I think for this the team. Bucks have like gotten such a good. I mean, I guess now it's a new coaching staff, so it's like they. I want to say this. Look. I want to say this. Okay. People are putting a little too much on the coaching change now. Every single thing that happens for the Bucks, people are reading the best version of it and then saying. This is because they got rid of Bud and have Adrian Griffin. And it's like, Marjan was on the team last year. 
and like was the focal point of summer league last year. And he's gotten better. I don't think he's gotten better, you know, because Adrian Griffin's been here for a month. I think he's been working really hard his whole career. And I think there are some good changes. I do think the whole thing, like, let's wait until we see some real results before we're like the coaching staff did a 180. And now like we're so much better off and, you know, coach so, bud hates so young tired. players and athleticism and like they're skewing differently, but like, Let's see a little bit more first. I just feel like right now, every single so, thing that happened, it's like, that's because of the coaching staff. It's like, yeah, I guess. You want to you wanna trust the results rather than the process is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I want to trust the results. I mean, like, to be fair, a lot of the things we can see th- thus far can be attributed to some yeah. coaching changes, but not everything. Yeah. You're absolutely right, not everything. I just, I don't have a good specific example, which is which is my bad, but I just think there's been like, I just see the sentiment a lot, like a lot in terms of like we would have never seen what Drew Timmy could do if Bud was the coach. It's like I probably we would. They they needed herd players last year too and the other years. Like it's, you know, it, it's fine. I, I think, you know, we'll have to see like how the rookies and Marjan get to play during the regular season and everything. I think that will matter a lot. Um, but yeah, I just think I don't mind fans drinking the Kool Aid and it's not too bad at this point. But I just I hear it a lot. I just think. It's getting applied a little bit too much at this point. I I think that's I think that is fair. That's be a Debbie Downer. Yeah, that's uh, it is. Uh, there are changes. Like things look different. They they drafted differently than they've drafted. I mean, a former Bucks front office staffer literally tweeted as much. Um, I just I just want to like contain ourselves a little bit, but I do I do think like you know, so a guy like Gortman or Livingston is for sure not here last year. Like. To turn it around, like I do think those kind of flyers are what the Bucks did not do enough of, and what good teams like Miami, who everyone wants to be now, has done enough of. So it is exciting, but let's just I do want to see some more results first. I like the process. It also has to work. I mean, we're you know, this isn't like the Wizards where it's just like open canvas. We we do have to be good all the time as long as Giannis is here. So um that that matters more, but this stuff all matters too, and it's nice to see them going for development to a greater extent that's fair that's fair what are you what are your general summer league thoughts thus far just in general um i guess the other reason aj green needs to play is it's just hard to watch the spacing on this team a lot of the time yeah it really is it stood out a lot um but i don't have too many more i I think generally they have a bunch of exciting young players who I'm, i'm gonna be excited i'll say this as someone who covers the herd I think this is the most I've looked forward to a herd season in quite some time. Right? Like, I it, think it's it, going to be it really looks fun. so exciting. Yeah, to watch, like, this team. And, and we'll have to – maybe we can cover the G League draft again this year. Oh, that's I assume that'll, that'll be coming up in a couple months here. Uh, we'll see what, what – I don't know exactly when. Um, but we already know. Like, I, I, we don't know for sure. But, like, I'm again, I'm confident we see a lot of Chris Livingston, which I think will be fun. Amari Moore. Um, I don't know how much, how often AJ Green will be there. I don't know if Lindell will be back. We'll see what the other two ways are. But like, if it's going to be like, could be, some size. could be Taco. I mean, Timmy's going to be there. That's kind of interesting. But like, if, if, if the baseline is Gortman and Livingston, that's super fun already, pending whoever they get for the G League. And I just think like these two ways are so young and exciting. I guess Trayvon Duvall, they had a two way of that kind of, that kind of player. Outside of him, though, the two ways have been more established which i think that's that's the real I biggest blood difference Duvall. yeah it's poor, hasn't hasn't done a whole lot since but like their first two way was like bonzi colson 
who was like a 22-year-old, hey, six-foot-four no, no, no. power forward who couldn't shoot. Fonzie Colson. I've I've brought this up in the past. You He's saw him play, God right? now. Yeah. No, I did not get to oh. see him play. Um, he is the Champions League MVP. Um, He's playing soccer? No, the Basketball Champions League. Yeah. Uh, he was the French League MVP. Like, but this was stuff. this was always his outcome though was being good overseas. Like it's not yes. it wasn't a good NBA flyer, and a lot of their two ways have been like not great NBA. I mean, Frank Mason was really good. Like I, I I don't know what the point was though because he played that well and they just let him go. And it's like why why sign him in the first place if a guy hits his best case? And it's like okay, bye, a good season. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like the the it's looking like the two ways this year if they hit their best case. They're going to be Bucks for a long time, which that is refreshing. I do think, like it felt like Bud era. Their two ways were more like we have an emergency, we need this guy to eat some minutes. Versus right now, it feels like the two ways. If it is going to be like Gortman and and Livingston, and not Livingston, if Gortman and Moore and Livingston down there, those are like oh that could be a really good NBA player for us for a long time. I just don't know how often they did that with two ways in previous years. There are some good players, but like you know. Mamu was Mamu ever going to get an opportunity? Like Mamu no. played really well with Bobby and Giannis and Brooke. Like was he ever? Maybe I don't know. Again, like Frank Mason, one MVP, and they were just like, okay, bye. Like I, I just think the vision makes more sense now for the Bucks with these two way players long term, uh, which is exciting. It is. It is exciting for sure. Um, yeah, just like the ability to just cultivate homegrown talent. Like the Bucks yeah. desperately, desperately need that. And now they're setting themselves up to be in a position to do so, which is great. You can't ask for much more. I think it's been a, so far, successful offseason. I think, I think I've got one more question for you. We can probably Ooh, get out of here. Let's do it. What are realistic expectations for Marjan this season in the NBA? Rotation player. Yeah. Uh, people throw it on the starter word too much. Starter is a lot. I could see I see I the see, vision. It's, I, see I the think vision. it's possible. I don't think it should be an expectation. No, it should not be an expectation. I think a solid expectation is that he is solidified in the rotation. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that should happen. I think that will happen. It should. Like he's showing he has the talent. He's impressing the coach. He already has an in. So it's yeah. like, yeah. And he's Giannis's guy. Yeah. Like he everything's uh Everything's lining up for him. And he, if we've learned one thing about Marjan, he's going to take advantage of the opportunity. We have. What's his, tw- what's his Twitter name right now? I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, it's kind of funny to say, but um, <laughs> he's had it for a while. Like, he's very insistent this is going to be his year, which is he's cool. very like, insistent that he's coming. It, it's it, – he's coming. Um, I'm excited for the season for, for Marjan to play with the NBA team a lot. I don't know how much Ajax will. I think that's an open question. I think a consolidation trade opens up some minutes. I think right now, maybe more of an injury replacement thing. I think so too. I Grayson think is fair. good. Or, Grayson is good. Like, like Pat he's is my good. son. Like, I will defend him. Malik Beasley is on the team now. Like they, they have a lot of good players at the wings. Chris Middleton, not a bad player. He's he's pretty solid. I'd yeah, say. he's decent. Decent. Yeah. Uh, people might think we're joking. We're we we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's very good. <laughs> he's good with a capital G. Chris Middleton yeah. is great. Yeah, with a capital G. Yes. Or and Tony the Tiger. 14 R's, like Tony the Tiger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about to say bursting through the wall, but that's the Kool-Aid. That's man. Kool-Aid, I'm man, my yeah. Mas- yeah. I'm getting my mascots mixed up. 
Um, I think now yeah, that we're talking about Tony the Tiger and the Kool Aid. No, no, man. No, one last thing. One okay. last thing. What are your What are your Wembenyama thoughts so far? Oh, uh, pretty pretty whelmed. I mean, this is kind of what I expected. I think he's having a good game right now. We're recording during uh, Portland Spurs Summer League. They're losing by a lot, but I think he's having a pretty good game statistically from what I've seen. But he's just kind of raw offensively. Like, I think he's going to be a very good defensive player from the jump. And I think I think second year he's going to be like an all-defense level guy. I don't know if he'll be there year one just with, like, conditioning. He needs to bulk up a bit. But I think, like, year two, like, if, if you told me he was first team all-defense – I wouldn't be shocked. Like this, the things he can do on that end are already special. But offensively, I think it's going to be kind of a process, and that's why, that's why everyone when he when like the Spurs won the lotto, everyone was like, "Oh, that's good. Like that's exactly where it just makes sense." Like I think they'll turn him into a monster, but he's not there yet, and I don't think he's going to be like an All Star year one. I think he's going to be very, very great down the line, though. So I'm excited to watch him in the league. For sure. It's like, it's not going to be there right away, but that doesn't mean he's not going to be incredibly good. It's like, kinda, it's a process. It's kind of cool. The top three guy that went to the East stinks. That's good for the Bucks. Oh, Brandon Miller? Yeah. Not having a good time. It's not It's not looking great for our guy, Andy. Meanwhile, Scoot plays like eight minutes and is like, oh my God, Scoot, look at him go. And he's hurt. Yeah, it sucks. I mean... And Amin Thompson sprained his ankle too. I think literally anything a guy like that picks up in summer league, and the team is like, "Yeah, you're done." <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're out for summer league season. Like, coach, a very light tweak. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're out for summer league. I got league a paper season. cut. You're done. We're yeah, shutting whoa. you down. No, no, no. You could get infected. No way, yeah. sir. You want to deal with blood now? No, we got, <laughs> we, we're, we're doing that in the the regular season. We can't risk that in summer. Think you're Rudy Gobert? You can't take that kind of germ risk. We're in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on the what are your thoughts on the orb? That sphere thing. I think we as a society have this problem of the the Jurassic Park quote, like, we're so worried if we can, we don't think about what we should do anymore. That's my thought on the orb. I think it's fun and I can't wait till someone hacks it. Uh um, oh. yeah, should we should we put like a Eurostep video on the orb? I think they'll be able to figure out who did it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really funny. It'd be worth it, though. I don't know if, if it be would. The, Does the orb make be, noise? No, it's just video. So it's just us making these faces, like looking at our side screens for yeah. an hour. I don't think that, that's yeah. not a good use of hack. <laughs> or just put the put the GSPN logo up. Yeah, that could be fun. Everyone goes, what What the hell is that? Game Show Network? What is that? Nah, then they look it up and it's like, boom, they're hooked. Boom, Just like exactly. everyone who's listening yep. should be hooked. Uh, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure you check out gspn.info for all the links. Make sure you leave a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, check out gspn.info, like I mentioned earlier. Pod random, and we will talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.